I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm glad to be back. It's been uh, two days. I uh, had to deal with some, uh, well, unfortunate things happening in the Pacific Northwest. We have a lot of smoky days, and uh, about well, two or three days ago, there was some rain that came down that was all murky and yucky, and so it stirred up a lot of garbage in the air, and I just... I got hit hard with these migraine headaches, and I just could not, could not do my work. I couldn't concentrate. And so yesterday, I thought I was going to be able, I was going to be making it, but I had to go run an errand for Liam. And as I was doing it, I just, uh, I just couldn't, I just couldn't function. And so this is my first day, hopefully with my migraines under control, and hopefully I'll be able to uh, do a great show tonight. It's we're just we're trying to do is uh, a great show. So anyway. Um, I wanted to talk about how, when I was down, I was spending a lot of time watching the mainstream news, the mainstream media. And if you're not aware, there's a lot of things going down right now that are pretty damn scary. Okay. And I, I I never have felt so uncomfortable about reporting something as I'm doing tonight. And this is still a day ago. I observed this and I wrote it and I produced it on my website, but it just gets worse. It just gets worse and worse and worse as I, as I continue to hear the mainstream media and how now, I think today, actually, the gates went up around the Capitol. They, they put up fences and they put up barbed wire around the Capitol. National Guard is on standby because intelligence has been tipped off that there will be another rally on September the 18th where those who are participating are already being labeled as domestic terrorists. Why? Because they believe that injustices were carried out against a lot of people uh, at the January January 6th gathering. And so they're coming out in protest. And what I think we're going to be seeing here is an unprecedented beginning, one that feels like a haphazard civil war, but a civil war in which a lot of civil society is already passionately engaged against the government, against political philosophy, technocratic takeover, um, drugs, religion, race, economy. I can just go on and on. Sexual misconduct. I've been seeing this. I mean, in my life, I have never seen anything like this all at once. It appears to be like 9-11. It's a controlled demolition of what we stand for. And it destabilizes almost everything that's both horrific and and, and, and creates a, a, a bit of morbid curiosity. My morbid curiosity gets the best of things at times. And so I go off on my knowledge of history and how major events take place immediately after there's a small trickle of information indicating that there has to be a breaking point sometime. I mean, they, they keep making the lines in the sand, right? And they keep moving the goalposts. And every time we're patient, we, we are patient. We say, okay, all right. Move the goalposts, move the goalposts, move the line, move the line. But people are drawing their lines in the sand now, and it's getting to the point where someone is going to cross a line, and there's going to be that breaking point. Now, over time, we've learned that when we see the failures of big government, and then we begin to see little acts of resistance, the fear of lashing out 
in a big way dies. And then we start seeing a deluge of true revolutions involving everything from medicine to economics. And keep in mind that when the Berlin Wall came down, there were signs it was already crumbling. If you connect the dots, you're not as surprised when revolutionary things happen that have had an impact on how people live. I mean, before Rome fell, the leaders were dancing on its corpse before they eventually had to admit that Rome was done. Rome fell or was failing. People are now saying that we're due for another incredible change that can be positive or negative depending on how we adapt. The underlying attitude, though, is that, you know, being expressed in social media circles are indicating the pressure has been building for decades. And when a major event is planned and it's carried out, the smaller events that took place, which led up to the event, seem obvious in retrospect. I think that it is now time to stop denying the fact that the immediate future is not going to be anything close to what we're experiencing now in the present. I mean, the decentralization of information is now revealing that perhaps it is time to not always believe the narrative that you continue to tell yourself. I mean, some people act so cocksure that they can rely on everything to fit in a box. And then, when reality abruptly becomes foreign or shocking, they become angry or blame someone else for the reason they were incredulous in the first place. The unfortunate thing about the typical American is that they are too comfortable with the idea that America is too big to fail. They believe that our very form of government is immune to collapsing into a different form of government. And Americans should know full well that our government is teetering on the brink of socialism, perhaps communism, and at the moment it's debated as to whether or not we're already in the midst of despotism. It's time to realize that Americans can't allow their politics as usual to continue anymore. They do not apply in chaos, and I promise you that they won't as we see more chaos unfold. If we put, if we put past history in the presence of context, if we put it in the present context, that is the context of an intelligence community, we know that the intelligence community, the deep state, the shadow government, whatever you want to call it, the Illuminati, I don't know, they want full control of government. They want full control of everything. We, we have to now carefully analyze the information outlets that are serving as mouthpieces for our disaffected agents that want to keep pushing a blackmail agenda because eventually it's going to bring down the system. It's going to destabilize to a point where agents that are authorities within the deep state are going to force the hand of our commander-in-chief. President Biden. Now, if he does not comply with what they're doing, what they tell him to do, history's shown that, you know, history shows what happens when presidents don't listen to the intelligence community. The technocracy and the medical surveillance state, they're in control now, and the media is giving Joe Biden a hall pass. President Joe Biden's national vaccine mandate sparked a lot of debate and set off political seismometers jumping even more frantically than usual, and most commentary has focused on two issues. Is it forcing the people to take the vaccine a good idea? And will the court sign off on the government's authority to do so? I mean, those are great discussions to have. Though anything involving forcing or a forcing principle should be a non-starter by default. But another important question is raised by the president's gambit to displace the Afghanistan fiasco from the headlines. How in the United States can one guy one man 
just impose his preferred policies, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. He's done it, okay? Regardless of what you think politically of Joe Biden, whether you love him, hate him, or, you know, you, you, you play, the, you play the, the Republican Democrat card, you need to ask yourself, how is it that one man can just impose his preferred policies and force people to comply? whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. How can he do that? How do we? How are we allowing this to happen? I mean, just after the 9-11 attacks, the media criticized President George W. Bush when he pushed the Patriot Act. Now, he's a media darling because of the harsh words he gave at the 9-11 memorial. Bush compared domestic violent extremists to 9-11 terrorists. Now, how'd that happen? I mean, what, what's, what's, what's going on here? I mean... We should be fully aware of what this means. It's like, are we a democracy? And don't tell me we're a constitutional republic because that went away a long time ago. These people say, oh, we're a constitutional republic. No, we're supposed to be a constitutional republic. But no, now we are a mob rule democracy. And people feel that, you know, mob rule democracy now is better than a constitutional republic. A lot of people do. And they would rather have someone dictate to them or force them into doing something, and they would rather police each other into compliance. That's where we are now in the United States. So you got to ask yourself again, how in the United States can one man just impose his preferred policies and ideologies, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, on the American people? And how is it that politicians that were once considered bad guys are now the darlings of the media. Why? Because they're speaking out against those who wish to establish or continue to establish the idea of a constitutional republic. I remember back when Ground Zero was on the air just after 9-11, and I remember how the attitude was and how I had to take some time away coming back and having to be very careful about what I said regarding the presidency, regarding Dick Cheney, regarding all of the guys that wrote that little manifesto that I talked about a couple couple weeks ago or a week ago. And I remember I had a number of people who were consultants that I worked with who were military, and they were encouraging me to tread lightly because they said I could commit career suicide because people were so caught up in the patriotism that to say that maybe there's a criminal element behind all of this would be detrimental to what I do. Well, I'm going to say this, and I am not ashamed to say it, but I feel that there's another criminal element that is establishing itself now, and I'm going to point it out to you tonight as the war on whatever continues to go on and on and on and on and on. 503-225-0860. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, Plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.